For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And welcome to another edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby here on the Believe Network. And it's great to be with you. Jeff DeForest, Mike Luby, Lubitz. And we dive into some college football today here on the program as uh, we welcome to the show. Uh, this gentleman uh, was a head coach at Minnesota 2007 to 2010, uh, has been at a variety of universities in various capacities on the coaching sidelines and worked with many of the greats of the game or uh, would-be greats of the game, and uh, also in the pros as well, we welcome Tim Brewster to After Hours with Defoe and Luby. Uh, Tim, how are you? Good to have you on the program. I'm doing great, guys. Good morning. Hope you guys are doing well. Good morning, sir. We're, we're doing very well, yeah. I mean, there's so many things going on. Uh, I guess uh, the date is October 8th. I have that circled on my calendar, uh, and I, I think this could be uh, the football version of the Thriller in Manila. As uh, that's going to be uh, Alabama and Texas A&M. Uh, what, what did you make of all of that, uh, the rhetoric between, uh, you know, and Nick Saban always says things, and then you're thinking, sure, Nick, your program is squeaky clean. Uh, I'm sure you uh, wouldn't be, uh, you know, guilty of any uh, violations if they put you to the kind of scrutiny they did, say, the University of Miami or so many other schools, uh, SMU. Uh, I, I doubt that, uh, you know, you'd be 100% on the level, but uh, what did you make of all of that? And what do you think in terms of the uh, name, image, and likeness uh, issue in college football? How is that impacting the game, in your opinion? I'm going to, I'm gonna, you know, guys, we could we could be here for about two hours nah. talking about name, image, and likeness. And and what you got with Coach Saban and, and Coach Fisher is you got two two guys that are really like brothers, you know, and, and you know, they're they're fighting in the backyard, you know, and, and you got the little brother and in, in, in Coach Fisher and the big brother and Coach Saban. And, you know, they've worked together. Uh, I really think, you know, underneath all of it, there is a tremendous amount of admiration. You know, it didn't help last year when Jimbo became the first assistant coach to ever beat Coach Saban on the field. And uh, and, and I think Jimbo took took tremendous pleasure in that. And, uh, you know, it just it is such an amazingly different time with the NIL. And, 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 you know, to me, as I'm looking at the thing, guys, I mean, you know, I think Jimbo just utilized the NIL the, the, better than everybody else, you know, and, and I don't know exactly. <clears throat> we have to take a look at and whether or not there's some rules that, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that may need to be changed as far as a, a salary cap, because, I think Lane Kiffin hit it dead on the head, guys. We're, 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 this is professional football. And these are professional football players now. And so, you know, I don't I, I don't know where, what 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 Coach Saban's beef was with Jimbo and and yeah. but I do know this. Uh, you know, Jimbo Fisher is is an amazingly prideful man. And you know, there's nobody, 
nobody in college football that outworks this guy. I worked for him for six years, okay? He is absolutely relentless on the recruiting trail and 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 just his work ethic. And, and so I think when Nick challenged him that way, uh, you know, it brought out a That's different right. side of uh, Jimbo than, than, than maybe people have seen before. I, I don't know if this uh, created uh, some kind of financial uh, Armageddon because uh, – I mean, let's face it, Tim. I, I would imagine everybody in the game I was well aware. I mean, th these rules that were made by the NCAA uh, were, were in the Stone Age. It's like we were talking about earlier on a show we did uh, before I got into After Hours here, our, our regular show, the TIFO show. I mean, th these gun control laws and the Second Amendment were written when people were firing off muskets. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it didn't fit the times anymore with all of these restrictions on, uh, you know, trying to, you know, hide beneath the cloak of amateurism in college sports, uh, football and basketball, uh, you know, especially because, uh, you know, they weren't televising every game and, and conferences didn't have their own TV networks that were making gobs of money. Uh, the, the conditions and the situation changed so much. The landscape did that uh, these these rules and the parameters and the guidelines the NCAA was trying to uh, proliferate, I mean, made no sense whatsoever. Right. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm with you a hundred percent. And, you know, there's schools that have been cheating forever and ever and ever, as far as paying players. I mean, it just, it's, it's been rampant. And I think, you know, what the NIL can hopefully do, and I just don't understand how, you know, the, the, the schools like, you know, the, the Texas A&Ms, the Alabamas, the big schools, you know, they obviously are going to have a tremendous amount of money in their NIL pocket. And, and so um, I just, you know, you wonder how the other schools are going to be able to take advantage of it, but also, you know, it's like, you know, now, you know, hopefully there is a little bit of leveling, you know, that, that everybody, you know, if you have money and that's what, that's what the bottom line is. That's these, these kids deserve to be paid and they deserve everything that that they're getting now and uh i'm just uh i'm a huge proponent of of kids making money and 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 helping themselves and because the amount of money i was just guys so so when i was at the university of texas i recruited vince young okay vince young was maybe the greatest player to ever play at the university of texas and his jersey sales alone probably made the university of texas uh you know, well over $50 million. Wow. Okay. Well over $50 million. His, and, 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 and what did Vince get out of that? And Vince, Vince certainly could have used, you know, uh, the money, you know, and I just, like I said, I just, I just think it's high time that these kids get what they deserve. And, you know, coaches can move around anytime they want. A coach wants to take a new job tomorrow. He goes and takes a new job tomorrow, you know, and everybody's all up in arms about, well, these kids are in the portal. Well, you're exactly right. You know, they, hell, they should have the opportunity to be in the portal. They should have the opportunity to go do and, and play for who they want to play for. And um, I mean, we, we will get some sanity with it. You know, I think as, as we look at the calendar and we say, okay, after May 1st, a kid can't jump in the portal, portal and be immediately eligible. You know, just some little things like that I think will help. Coach, let me ask you because you've been, and you talk, I didn't realize going back to Vince Young, but 
in my time following your career, you've been one of the elite recruiters in the country. Before NIL, right. before any of this, you've always been a guy who's been able to target stars before, during, and after, and get them to wherever you are. How has NIL changed being a recruiter, the actual recruiting aspect of things from your perspective as a guy that was on the ground, you were a head coach, right. you were high assistant, and then you also were just a, a guy out there in the field going and talking to the parents, talking to the coaches, talking to the kids. Right. You know, I love recruiting, Luke. And, and, and you know, it's, uh, it's, I think that it's going gonna, it's gonna to take away some of my advantage. Okay. I had an advantage over other coaches uh, in my ability to go into homes and, uh, seek a relationship with a kid and his family, make them feel comfortable with me. And so, you know, I, I you know, and again, it goes back to how much I, I love the process of recruiting. I love the hunt for the absolute great player. Now, now, Luby, it's going to be this. It's going to be, you know, bottom line is how much money you got in your pocket? Mm. You know, how much money, you know, and, 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 and Coach Kiffin, talked about this i think uh, a lot yesterday in some national stuff he did you know it's going to come down to you know the nil and and who's got who's got the most money for a kid and who's going to put together the best package you know i still think that my ability as a recruiter is gonna is gonna benefit wherever i'm at it's going to benefit the school but but uh luby it's certainly changed no doubt about it man it's like we said it's professional it's is it not professional yeah, football? That's what it is. Is are these guys are these guys not now professional football players because they're being paid to play? Well, and as you as said, I mean, uh, <laughs> the likelihood should, was that many were being paid to, to play <laughs> Already, before. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know that OJ Simpson had to personally go out and scalp those uh, six tickets he got for every USC game that uh, was sold out. But uh, it, it seemed to me, you know, there were all kinds of methods of of delivering this capital. It is interesting to think that the, the old uh, methods of recruiting have uh, given way to uh, showing up with say a, a subway, a higher ranking executive and uh, you know, breaking out a bunch of sandwiches as uh, you sign a deal for uh, them to become an endorser. Uh, I, I loved it. Uh, and uh, what uh, was your go-to technique? Cause we always love Bobby Bowden speaking of Florida state. And I felt that his iron cast stomach, what was the key to Florida State success? <laughs> Never mind going on the road and beating really good teams and then establishing yourself as uh, as a factor. Uh, the fact that he could devour Mama's meatloaf at one <laughs> session and then go somewhere else and eat some other thing that even Anthony Bourdain wouldn't touch, uh, I think was really the key to success. So, so what was your go-to uh, thing? How did you uh, win these guys over? <clears throat> well, listen, I I had the pleasure of being coached by Coach Bowden. Uh, my senior year at the University of Illinois, I was chosen to play in the Japan Bowl All-Star Game, and Coach Bowden was my coach. And so, you know, God rest his soul, one of the greatest men of all time and one of the greatest recruiters of all time. And, and you know, my go-to is this. I'm, I'm right with Coach Bowden as far as, but, but you know, it's, it's getting, getting close with mom, okay? Yeah. If, you no. get close, if you win mom, 99.9% of the time, you're going to win the battle, okay? And whether or not it's mom or grandmom, I mean, I, was, I, I recruited Dalvin Cook when I was at Florida State, and uh, his grandmother was obviously very, very instrumental in, in, you know, she lived or he lived with her, and, and 
you know, I mean, I, I, they came on a visit to my house when I was at Florida state and we turned on the old school R and B and we got to dance in and having a great time. And, 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 you know, we had an absolute blast. And I think, you know, that's, that's my deal is, is that I, I just, uh, I like to have a good time with people. I like, I like, you know, my recruits and their parents to, to be relaxed. I want them in my house. I you know, a lot of guys like to go to a restaurant, big restaurant. That's all fine and good. But I've, through the years, I've seen, you know, you get them in, in my environment, at my house, and it just, uh, everybody's relaxed. Everybody's having a great time. And, 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 you know, I think that's my, that's my go-to in recruiting is, is, is winning mom and, and also relating, just relating with kids, relating with kids. I think right now, a guy who's just absolutely killing it is Deion Sanders, you know, at, at, at Jackson state, you know, his ability to connect with players, uh, his ability just to, you know, and, and I'm going to tell you what, he's a great football coach as well, but, but, you know, Dion is, it, it's, it's just, it's about connecting with, with people, with kids, with parents. And that's my deal. You know, I mean, I, I love to, I love to connect with them and, and build a relationship with them. A lot of coaches, you know, guys will say, Hey, trust me. I'll never, I'll never ask a kid to trust me. I'll say to a kid, let me earn your trust. Well, let, your, the, let me earn the family's trust. I think it's a huge mistake that coaches make in recruiting. Well, Brew, and it's something Devo and I have talked about a lot. And you, when you watch the really elite coaches, you sort of see it. But you being around Jimbo, Coach Bowden, Mac Brown, guys that had not only won but had sustainability, especially when you talk about Bobby and even Mac Brown, who was out of the game for five years, comes back and makes Carolina a freaking monster recruiting, and they're working on doing it on the field. Um, what, to you, differentiates the great coaches from those that – aren't like is it because you said something there that we've always seen with bill belichick where he can sort of relate to the players even though he's older we still see him getting down on the ground talking to the offensive line talking to the secondary like even mm -hmm. saving to this day players talk about how he's a lot funnier than you realize and even though he's gotten older he still works at his best to surround himself with younger guys that can like you said relate with the players what have you noticed <clears throat> that's different between the great one to the guys that aren't yeah you know you know, I, I just lube. I think that, uh, you know, again, your ability to connect with kids. Today is a totally different time. You can't coach. You you bring that old school stuff into the deal today and you're going to get thrown out. You know, you just it, it ain't, you know, screaming, hollering, cursing at kids. You know, the, the way coaches used to coach back in the day, it's just not going to work today. Everybody has had to adjust. And I think the coaches that really do adjust, okay, are the ones that are going to be successful. I think the guys, like a lot of guys, Lou, they're either X and O guys or they're, or they're recruiter guys. You know, a lot of people say about Mac Brown, well, he's one of the all-time great recruiters. recruiters. And I learned so much from Mac Brown. Yeah. I mean, I was with Mac Brown for 14 years. I mean, oh, he wow. is the absolute consummate master recruiter. And I learned, you know, I, I mean, I learned a great deal, but also, you know, he's a good football coach as well. And people don't talk about that as much. Yeah. They say, well, you know, he's not an X and O guy. He leaves yet. You know, Mac is a, is a tremendous CEO. He allows his coaches to coach. Uh, you look at a guy like coach Saban, a guy like Jimbo Fisher, Jimbo Fisher is, 
I mean, I'm talking about big, big, big time as a, as a coach, as a ball coach, as an X and O guy, you know? Uh, but again, you know, he's so prideful. He takes so much pride in being the consummate coach of doing it all. And he recruits like, you know, like, like there's no other, I mean, you know, he just, as far as a guy who X and O's and recruits, I mean, you know, you, both those, you know, Coach Saban, Jimbo, I mean, those are guys, you know, right now that are kind of, yeah, you know, that are kind of leading the way. But but uh, but I think it's just, again, Lou, but just it goes back to guys that, that, you know, can enjoy life, that can laugh, that can smile a little bit, um, you know, that, that understand that, that this world we're in right now is about relationships. Yeah. It's about building relationships with kids and, and kids enjoying the game and, 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 and what you do to me as a coach, you know, the biggest thing I want to do guys is, is player development. Okay. I want, you know, I've, I've coached 14 tight ends to be NFL tight end. Oh, wow. Okay. I had a guy, I, I found a guy that never played college football. Okay. Never played college football. All right. And uh, I went and watched him work out. I gave him $3,500, guys, is the biggest heist in the history of the National Football League. Okay. I gave Antonio Gates $3,500. Ah! Antonio wow. Gates. <laughs> okay. Now, wait a minute now, guys. The story gets better. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I'm coaching. Time is our enemy, you know, and there were, there were, there were scouts in San Diego that, that, that wanted me to cut, you know, Antonio Gates. That's and funny. I, I used, I used some <laughs> colorful language and I said, cut me before you cut him, you know? And, and guys, I got a text. I got a text this past summer from Antonio Gates. And he said, you know, brew, he said, I didn't always like you. I didn't always think that, you know, you were hard on me on the field and, 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 but I, I just want you to know, I love you. And I want you to know that you'll be the first person I invite to join me in Canton, Ohio, wow. when I'm enshrined in the National Football League Hall of Fame. Now, I'm going to tell you what, guys, I mean, that is what coaching is all about. Yeah. That right there. You know, I mean, it just I mean, holy cow. It's going to be great. Uh, Tim Brewster, our special guest here on After Hours with Defoe and Luby here on the Believe Network. And uh, Jeff DeForest, Mike Luby Lubitz, happy to uh, bring down Tim to you today. All right, a couple more things uh, and, and uh, involving two teams. Uh, one uh, that figures to go through a vital transformation and already has. And I, I started out as a newspaper writer uh, in California in Los Angeles, uh, covered a lot of USC football. John Robinson was a head coach. Uh, they had uh, a, a long uh, list of, of running backs in succession there that were all spectacular. Uh, they ran the uh, student body right, student body left, and uh, had sensational defensive players as well. And I remember we were talking about recruiting uh, that, uh, you know, the base there in Southern California was incredible. And, and virtually everybody that was a top prospect was going to USC. Uh, that hasn't happened for a long period of time. They haven't been good. They've gone through all kinds of uh, bizarre and sordid situations with coaches and had guys that had success that they got rid of. But they had Eddie O'Neill and they had, uh, you know, uh, different people that, uh, you know, Sarkeesian ended Sark. up in a jackpot. Uh, but now Lincoln Riley goes there and you mentioned the transfer portal. <laughs> and this is kind of like uh, bringing free agency uh, also into college football uh, where, you know, a team can get better by just being able to uh, grab and lure a couple of people off other rosters. 
And, and Lincoln Riley did that, right? He took half of Oklahoma with him. <laughs> and uh, they, they figured to prosper. And, and I'm just curious also to see what you think uh, about what's happening at the University of Miami. Should the people, Tim Brewster, in your opinion, be as optimistic as they are that they finally found a solution to all the travails that plagued them over the last 20-some-odd years and are destined to come back and actually be a major power in college football again. Uh, Defoe, so let's talk about let's talk about USC a little bit. You know, right. and, I, and I went to Pasadena City College. Okay, I, 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 I did you spend time at Santa Anita like I did. <laughs> I was out there a couple of times. Yeah, you know, of course, it, it, it wasn't far away. But but so this is the deal. So you know, I played in the junior college Rose Bowl. I was captain of a Rose Bowl team at the University of Illinois. But but but. You know, USC is a monster. It's an absolute monster. Okay. I mean, you know, you're, you're in Hollywood, man. You're in LA. I mean, beautiful weather and the kids, all the beautiful girls and, and, and everything is, you know, they, they've got tremendous money at USC. They just needed the right. I think Lincoln Riley is obviously the right guy. I think that uh, he is going to do some amazing things with the NIL at USC, they've already what they're doing with the. I mean, who? If, Movie if, contracts. If you're in, if you're a a great receiver. Okay, so so check it out. The the best receiver last year in college football was the kid at Pitt. Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. That's where he is now. Yeah. One, he, where, where where is he at now, Diesel? Yeah. USC. Yeah. He's at USC. Yeah. You know, I mean, would you think the? Hey, do you think that was a hard sell? <laughs> from Pitt. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh USC. <laughs> One picture of the song girls. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me, you know. And so, and and the the recruiting base out in LA is so strong. I mean, Lincoln's got a hell of a staff. He's put together. Uh, they'll recruit. They got. The, they've got every single thing working for them. You know, out there in LA. And so, you know, like I said, I, I think that that deal right there. Those guys are going to be really, really good for a long time to come. I think Lincoln's one of the great coaches in college football. He absolutely gets it. You know, his relationship with his players. I mean, the fact that half the team yeah. wanted to follow him from Oklahoma, I think, speaks volumes yeah. about, about who he is. Now, let's talk about that. They're all going to be in an Adam Sandler film, though, <laughs> exactly. uh, upcoming Adam Sandler film. I think they've been guaranteed a spot, yeah. no matter how feeble their acting abilities might be. And uh, Miami, uh, what, what do you think? I mean, obviously, everybody uh, is looking at the moves. They, they just uh, involved Alonzo Highsmith, who had success as an NFL uh, personnel executive, and now he's involved with the program. Uh, they brought back some, uh, you know, uh, old, uh, you know, guys from the, you know, from the heyday of the U.M. Right. program. And, and, and they have Mario Cristobal, who uh, they've covered it a couple of different times. But uh, now he's here, a new athletic director. What do you think? I just, I, I again... I just I look at it a little bit like we just talked about USC, Defoe. I mean, you know, Miami again is a is a it's a sleeping giant. You know, it's a sleeping giant. And I, you know, I was at Florida State, and 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 you know, heck, we never lost to Miami when I was at Florida State, and 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 you know, I've been at Florida. I've been, you know, I spent a lot of time in the state of Florida, and you just sit and you watch, and you know, I've always recruited Dade County. Okay, yep. I brought a lot of great players from Dade County to Tallahassee. Okay. And, and I just think that right now, Mario is a, you know, he's a young, hungry, dynamic guy. I think he's like injected some real, real, you know, fuel juice 
into that program. Uh, he's a he's a tireless, relentless worker. Um, I just you know I could go on and on about Mario. Mario, I think is the again the per, he's a Miami guy. He's surrounding himself with guys that totally understand the history, the tradition that is the Canes. You know, Alonzo Highsmith is one of the sharpest guys. You know, he's back involved with the program. I mean, all the the ex players are really excited again about what's going on there. And and I just think I just think that again, that is a huge home run. And I'm hearing that there's some gentlemen down in South Florida in Miami that are really helping with the NIL. That's a beautiful thing for them. Oh, yeah. There's some billionaire yeah, we're, who we're not uh, hearing. He's stolen out cash <laughs> like he's a human ATM machine. <laughs> you know? It's so well, and they have a quarterback also. I mean, that everybody thinks is going to be, right. uh, you know, a dynamite right. this year. So uh, that that helps a lot. Uh, Tim, it was a pleasure. Oh, hey, thanks. I mean, great stuff. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Ho- hope you'll be uh, one of our uh, regular football uh, correspondents here uh, <laughs> on a regular basis because uh, it, it was great. And uh, will join us on the Defoe Show as well. Uh, Tim Brewster, uh, thanks so much for being with us. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again real soon. It was a lot of fun having you on the show. Hey, guys, I had a blast. Thank you so much for having me on. Bro, we appreciate right, it. Thank you. Very uh, well accomplished uh, college. I mean, uh, mostly college football. He, he was also uh, with, with the, uh, the San Diego Chargers, Denver Broncos. <laughs> I didn't realize. Like, he was a, a stud at FSU. And it's funny, when Jimbo left, I was more sad that Brew was gone than oh, yeah. Jimbo. And he's bounced around a lot, so a lot of people take that negatively. Uh, I'm not as big of a Jimbo fan as he is. Well, well he worked. The guy paid yeah. him a shitload of money, and he... Got his big name. I thought it was a schmanky move. I, I don't know what the deal was at FSU, but uh, they, they haven't really. Well, they weren't spending. You know, and he wanted them to spend. me that uh, you know that they're they're in the right ballpark anyway with your your man Mike Norvell, very well respected. But that could be one of those situations, a little bit like Miami became, which is what hard to imagine like, with yeah. Florida State because they're a state school and have uh, and lots money, of cash. Yeah. But uh, you know they they uh, you know maybe in a situation where they just. Uh, you know, have uh, a, a management team in the athletic department that is somehow making bozoic move after bozoic move. And, and you know, even though things look like they might turn around, that they never are going to get there because you really have to be on top of your game, as uh, illustrated Nowadays, there by yep. Tim Brewster talking about Lincoln Riley. I mean, look, they have everything. Alabama yes. has everything. Yes. Uh, Texas A&M, you know, they're, they're giving guys, guys are endorsing like Exxon. Yes. That, that haven't <laughs> even played it down yet. <laughs> yes. Right. They own gas stations. It's crazy. Yes. <laughs> so but it's about time also because yes. uh, the distribution of it. funds and this whole, uh, you know, baloney and the hypocrisy of trying to pass this off as amateur sports. It was absolutely incredible where where coaches were making 10 million dollars a year and they're free to go and do whatever the hell they want. Uh, you know, no obligation, uh, no commitment to any program. If somebody else has more money. They just have the other guys pay the buyout, which is hideous, and then pay them a ton of cash also. And yep. the players were getting yep. nothing? Yep. Or had to do it under the table. I mean, uh, you don't necessarily want to have to do this in some kind of clandestine fashion. I mean, it shouldn't have to be that way. That uh, you should even be in the slightest uh, shroud of guilt over, uh, you know, receiving funds for, you know, generating these zillions of dollars. Uh, interesting illustration there. With uh, Young, the quarterback, who, uh, you know, $50 million uh, worth yeah, of jerseys he was selling. Look, remember, it's Texas. It's big money. Their fan base yeah. is extremely loyal. 
And jerseys are ridiculously expensive even back in the early 2000s. Sure. So I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I mean, and, and he was an iconic player. Like, the thing about Texas, with all the success they had, they never won big. Like, even with Ricky Williams, they didn't win. So he actually brought them to the place where they were winning. Oh, that championship game performance. I mean, that was a great game for USC. He put them on his freaking back, you know, so I could see One it. for the ages. Yeah. All right. Uh, that, that's it for uh, this it edition for you. of uh, <laughs> After Hours uh, with Tifo and Luby. And that's it for me for like a week or so. Yes, sir. Uh, Luby, I hope you're going to carry on the tradition here while I'm uh, roaming the streets of Rome, literally. And when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Yep. Right? Eat. Exactly. Drink and be merry. Exactly. So uh, that, that's all starting for me. Uh, the trip actually gets underway in a couple of hours here. Got to leave the house and uh, get rolling. So uh, looking forward to that. I, I'll be back in about a week or so. And uh, Luby's going to carry on here on After I Hours shall. with Defoe and Luby and also on the Defoe Show. Yes. So uh, good luck, my friend. Thank you, sir. And um, I, I hope to see you. I mean, I hope not to get any desperate texts. Nah, you'll be texts fine. from anybody in uh, management at these places. <laughs> you'll be fine. Saying, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? No. <laughs> It'll be fine. What Enjoy, are you doing? Sir. Enjoy. All right. No, I, I'm going to detach for a while, and it should be a lot of fun. Have and I haven't done it for a long, long time, so uh, looking very much forward to that. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next time. Luby will have something for you tomorrow, no doubt. And uh, I will join you in about a week or so here on uh, After Hours with Tifo and Luby. For Mike Luby Lubitz, I'm Jeff DeForest saying no matter what you're doing in life, even if you're traveling halfway around the world, whatever you're doing, you got to believe. Hey folks, Tony Segretto here. You know, since day one, Catholic Health Services has been part of old school. And since we've started letting people know about them, it's changed their lives. You see, Catholic Health Services, while being recognized as one of the top places for stroke rehab in the country, it's also about a group of people who not just excel in what they do, from the doctors to the nurses to the therapist, on and on and on. It's how they do what they do every single day that separates them from the pack. They do it with a passion unmatched, and the inclusion of family in every step of the process. Trust me when I tell you this. If you want the best unmatched rehab with a special group of skilled, caring people, there is truly only one place, and that one place is Catholic Health Services. These days, we're all looking for comfort anywhere we can find it. Thank goodness for Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill in the plantation location because they are making sure you are as comfortable as possible. First of all, they're not only open for delivery and pickup. All you have to do is go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both pickup and free delivery. Their hours have changed a little bit. Monday through Thursday from 3.30 to 10 and Friday, Saturday and Sunday from 11.30 to 10. You're going to have the best wings in the world. You're going to have a great burger. You're going to have... They're amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers, Raw Bar, and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.